Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Welcome to Happy Foot Sad Foot, the only LAFC podcast to have a tweet featured on MLS 360 that three hosts were clearly very annoyed about. I'm Travis Helwig. And I'm Darren Miller. Welcome to our preview of this week's LAFC game against the Colorado Rapids in Colorado. The game is this Saturday, April 1st at 6.30 p.m. on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV+. We will return to our regularly scheduled post-game live stream call-in show 10 minutes after the final whistle, after an excruciating one-week hiatus from doing so. <laughs> we'll be live on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. Subscribe there now, and you can get notified when we go live. For this preview show, I went deep undercover behind enemy lines and interviewed Mitchell Carroll, one of the hosts of the DNVR Colorado Rapids podcast, to learn more about the state of the Rapids, their fan base, and what they really think of us. What I found out just might surprise you. I really don't know yet. We're recording this part first. Travis. (laughs) It's going to surprise you as well. (laughs) Travis, you are also hosting this podcast. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) I think it's good. I feel like I I talk too much. No, I mean, I feel like we both are self-conscious that we're talking too much. And I think you're good at regulating it and I'm not good at regulating it. So this is fine. For both of us, the ideal podcast episode is just neither of us say anything. It's It's us listening to a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I'm here to just have the be the first person to listen to the Travis Helwig podcast. Hey, I don't know if you officially announced it, but it, this feels like we're in listener-mandated banter right now. Oh, yeah. we did, That was pretty seamless, huh? Listener-mandated yeah, banter. It feels like we need yeah, – it's, com- it's coming too naturally now, which I'm not liking. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> hmm. Well, I know uh, – here's what I'll talk about. I'm, I'm getting on a plane in the morning. I'm yeah, going, going to Las Vegas, then New York City, and then back home to see my mother in Stratford, Connecticut, which is not nice Connecticut, and I always have to say that, uh, <laughs> for her 70th birthday. So I'm about wow. to go on a whirlwind tour of, of America. Uh, the three so. biggest cities in America. <laughs> the th- three places that couldn't be more alike. Las the Vegas. Three cities that never sleep. <laughs> Las Vegas, New York City, and a place that had an asbestos plant. <laughs> Stratford, wasn't it named after 
Stratford upon Avon. I don't of, of Shakespeare we, fame. We did have a Shakespeare theater, but two high school kids burnt it down like five years ago. <laughs> that sounds right. That's good. Well, that's enough banter. No one needs to know we've, about. We've done uh, the banter. Yeah. Why don't we start the show, Taryn? All right, let's start the show. When Travis asked me to host this podcast with him and help shoulder the burden of weekly public humiliation, he knew he held all the cards. Had we been close friends for almost two decades, used to work together frequently and hadn't gotten a chance to in a while, sure, but who gives a shit about that? Travis knew that his unhealthy, disgusting LAFC obsession was more than I could ever muster with my feeble, casual fandom. With a 9-to-5 job and 95 kids, I just hopscotched from game to game, miserably ignorant of the crucial storylines that reveal what's really going on, beyond a bunch of feet kicking a ball pretty well when you judge it on an international scale. Travis, of course, had already thrown the rest of his life away to serve his addiction, which of course I envied. So I said yes, and now every week I get Travis to hold up his end of the bargain in a segment we call... Storylines. When we first got the TikTok song feature to do that song, I thought it was awful and that's why it was funny. And now I'm like, no, that's a good song. <laughs> This is the future of music. And Darren, I want to once again compliment you on your beautiful intro, which is becoming more and more like prose every time you write it. And will, when inevitably we're no longer friends, be something that is behind it for a long time. So thank you so much. Someday I hope to win a Peabody for my intro to the segment storylines on this LAFC podcast. Yeah, I don't think they give Peabodies to people for writing intros that eventually make someone kill themselves, but maybe they do. All right. I feel like that's what would make it more likely to win. But yeah, that's true. You get some new stories. I made my bet, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I know you're going to talk Colorado later in the show as well. So before I get to the storylines for the game, I just wanted to point out it's been a little bit over a month since the beginning of the MLS season. And because of that, I thought it'd be nice to do a quick recap about where we stand, especially since the last few games have felt really stressful. Right. So currently, after just four regular season games, we are still undefeated. We are tied for second in the West, despite playing one fewer game than most teams in the league. That said, St. Louis City has won all five of their games. So even if we played that extra game, we would still be in second. But we are in second place, despite playing two extra Champions League games on short rest, one of which involved a six-hour flight to and from Costa Rica and forced us to rely on some new untested players in our regular season matches. We are still in second place despite losing our best goal scorer in Chicho Arango. We are still in second place despite playing three out of our four games against legit championship contenders. Seattle, who is tied with us for second in the West, New England, who is first in the East and FC Dallas, who dropped a little over a week ago after their loss to us. But anyone who watched that game sees why they're considered contenders. And so we are in second place, despite only having two players with multiple goals on the season so far, Denny Boanga with three and Timothy Tillman with two. And quickly, I just want to say something about both of them. Denny Boanga, despite being the only man that I would gladly leave my wife for, has more to offer than his <laughs> incredible looks. <laughs> When we previewed the Dallas match last week, we made a big deal about how Boanga was back in Gabon playing for his national team and how that complicates our scoring situation. I don't know if you remember, it was a long episode, Darren, but we talked about it a lot. <laughs> I do, yeah. But yeah, Denny Bawanga had different plans. 
He flew over 12 hours from Turkey, landed in L.A. on the day of the game at 5.30 p.m., got to the stadium at 6.45 p.m. while the team was warming up and emerged from the tunnel like Willis Reed in Game 7 of the 1970 NBA Finals and declared himself available. Then he got subbed in in the 60th minute and scored the winning goal. That's a fucking unbelievable story. And if you Truly made it insane. one of your bet it and forget it things, we'd be like, that's too crazy. Denny Bowanga coming back to score a winning goal despite being in Africa earlier in the day. <laughs> he flew from <laughs> Africa to Turkey, had a layover, and then took a 12-hour flight from Turkey. Less than 24 hours before, he was in Africa. <laughs> wow. Truly insane. Also, the goal alone was like... And insane. If that was a bet it and forget it, we would have been like, that's maybe that alone would have been a good bet it and forget it. Across a zero degree angle, double that meg. Just (laughs) that clearly he didn't mean to shoot. It like is obvious (laughs) that he was trying to cross it. We've talked about that on the show before too. He can't help but score. Yeah, that's that's true. Troubling. Oh, I am worried about him. But Denny Bowanga, when asked why he rushed back, said he believes in what this club is building and genuinely believes we can win back-to-back MLS Cups, and he wants to make it happen. That is not spoken like a man itching to get back to Europe. That does not sound like a man who resents playing in Major League Soccer. That sounds like a man who has played in the top French League and is currently in the prime of his career and loves our fucking club. Denny Buanga, despite only playing like, I don't know, 15 games for us since he arrived last year, will go down as one of the most iconic players in our club's history. And you can fucking count on it, Darren. It's true. It, I mean, what, did it, what an incredible story. I, Not only for the short term, but just like you said, for the long term, like just saying that is almost as huge as what happened. The fact that he's like saying, no, this is the level this club is on. Don't be surprised. It's that important to me. It, yeah. Like that's it feels good to be wanted is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, ooh, and, for the club and for the league in general, I, the league gets a bad rep for not being the kind of league that someone would say that about. Yeah, yeah, and this guy's played in top leagues in France. He is literally in the prime of his career, and he's choosing to be with us. And I don't think we, when we signed him, knew just how devoted he would be to our club. And it says something about how easy it is for players to fall in love with being here. Quickly, one more thing before I get to talking about the Colorado game. I want to say something about our other double goal scorer on the season, Timothy Tillman. Tillman this season has maybe been our most consistent player on the field. This is like certainly true in the midfield at the moment. And I want to say something that might get me beat up. Right now, Timothy Tillman deserves to start over Sifuentes. We love Uh-oh. Sifu. We know our time with Sifu is coming to an end, but Tillman is playing so well right now. And it would be malpractice for a coach to put Sifu back in the starting lineup just because he used to have that role. Tillman has fucking earned it. He scored more goals than Carlos Vela. He scored more goals than Stipe Buke. He scored more goals than Apoku. Like he's doing the work and he's working hard. I, you can't, you can't put Sifu back in the starting lineup if Tillman's playing that well. Wow. Yeah. I've, there's chat. You're not the first person to say this, but close, probably. <laughs> I mean, well, it's hard because we love Sifu. Start saying this more. Yeah. Yeah. Sifu's great. Yeah. The, the, the shadow of him leaving has really had more of an effect on this season than I expected. Well, what's funny is it seems to be a factor in the way that everyone's framing every game, really. It's like, oh, well, he's going to be gone. So maybe we should do this or maybe we'll see them do that. 
Well, the question it's of really depth has been such a big one. And if he leaves mm-hmm. in the summer, we're like, oh, that's such a big hole to fill. Well, we already know who we can fill it with. Plus, there's this Polish kid that hasn't officially been announced yet. Like his name's last name's Bogus or something like that. And I'm very excited because yeah. I'm 40% Polish. So I can make, so I cannot wait to make really bad Polish jokes nonstop. <laughs> 40%? Do you get licensed to do that at 40%? I'm, I, we should I look think that I'm up. 50%. I think I'm 50%. My grandmother's <laughs> last name was Misikiewicz, and she used to speak to me in That's, Polish. So that, that feels Polish enough for me. That feels like it uh, counts, yeah. She would say, itch doma spacz, which meant go home and go to sleep. But I, my dad once told me it meant itch the dog's bald spot. <laughs> itch doma spacz. Polish famously is just English, but with English, an accent. <laughs> English uglier, yeah. <laughs> so that entire first month recap that I did without telling you I was going to do Darren is to bring us to our first storyline of the Colorado match because we've had a tough road so far and we're still in second place. And because of all these hardships we've faced so far and how well we've played, I am so excited to say the first storyline of this game is that we get to play a team this weekend that absolutely fucking blows. They suck. They're bad. (laughs) Colorado is currently dead last in the league with two points on the season and a negative six goal differential. They have zero wins, two draws, and three losses. They have scored two goals all season long, one by Cole Bassett and one by former Galaxy superstar Kevin Cabral. Cabral, of course, the player galaxy fans blamed for all of their problems for years and now they got rid of them and they are blaming a bunch of new people maybe they should blame all the toxic chemicals from the oil fields their players are breathing in at carson's training facilities <laughs> it feels exciting to play a game where i'm not sitting here going it's going to be a tough one and i know last time i was positive we lost to the costa rican team Took but- words right out of my mouth I need to be <laughs> honest, which is that Colorado fucking blows. <laughs> yeah. Didn't their best player also just get injured? That brings me to the next storyline of the game, Darren. Oh, wow. Uh, you're getting good at this. You're not a casual. Uh, oh, what is sh- <laughs> Don't ruin it. Another I'm huge storyline. <laughs> no, you're not. You have, you have uh, 95 kids just, and you're a fucking dummy. Uh, but <laughs> I, I came across one news item. Another huge storyline for the Rapids this season is that arguably their best player, 30-year-old Englishman Jack Price, tore his Achilles two weeks ago, and he's out for the entire season. Jack Price was their captain, their leading assistman, their best free kick taker for a team already this deeply bad. <laughs> losing their leading assist man and maybe best player is absolutely devastating for the club. And not to be overly negative, but a season-ending Achilles injury at 30 years old has the potential to be something more than season-ending. Oh, no. Uh, it's very possible their team turns it around without price, but after five games, Colorado looks like a very strong contender for the wooden spoon, which is the term fans give the team with the worst record on the season. Yeah, it doesn't look good for a team if you're in last place and then your best then, player yeah. goes down. Is there like prize money for a wooden spoon? Do you um, get your money back? <laughs> they should put banners up. You know how like... <laughs> That'd be fun, put- Yeah. <laughs> Championship banners, you just also put wooden spoon banners. <laughs> they double the price of drinks in the stadium for the next season. <laughs> I don't know why you'd punish the, the fans, but all this is to say the third storyline of this game is the one that has me the most worried, Darren, which is what I know you want to say. And it's that all of this adds up to one thing. 
the definition of a trap game. It is never easy to yeah. play in Colorado, especially at that insane altitude. I don't think people really understand what altitude can do to you, even when you're not exercising. When I was working at Pod Save America, we did a tour show in Denver, and a member of the audience had flown into Denver for the show, got drunk, and wasn't acclimated to the altitude yet and fucking had a seizure in the audience. It ended up being oh, fine. But like, that's just from sitting in the audience and getting drunk. Like it is altitude's no fucking joke. And when you have to run 90 minutes, also no joke. So on Very top of air. that, we're going to go in feeling super confident, having beaten some real contenders already. And we might not take Colorado seriously. Plus this is the first game in another five game and two week stretch. And we might be looking beyond this seemingly easy fixture towards Vancouver in the Champions League, then Austin, our old friends Austin, then Vancouver again in the Champions League. And then after that, our good friends over in Carson, the Carson Galaxy. We cannot and should not look past this match, and we can't underestimate how much a win would mean to Colorado at this point. It's hard to play there. Their backs are against the wall. And as someone who's on a lot of anti-anxiety medicine, I just want to say out loud we can't assume we will roll over a team like this because then the opposite always fucking happens. Yes. As someone who's on ADHD medication, I can say that I ha- have already thought through the 10,000 different possibilities for how this could go uh, <laughs> as you were saying that. And there's so many different ways we can lose this game just from the information you just gave me. <laughs> so I'm aware of all of them. Yeah. Wow. There's the hubris of the cocky approach. I, I still am so tempted to be like, well, this is the chance. This is the one chance to rest people. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is like, just strategically, like, this is the game where you can, I guess it's not, is it slacking? Maybe it is, but... Only for the supporter shield. Like I said before, like it's easy to get into the playoffs with a decent team this year. I, right, I'm like, right. you know, if we want to win the Champions League, this is a game in which we should think about resting tired legs. That also right. doesn't stop it from being which a means, trap game, maybe. Well, that's what makes it a trap game. Yeah. Well, then you you're going to get all your, then you play all your, your, it's all the bench, just the combinations of people that aren't necessarily used to playing together. Mm-hmm. Who knows what happens? Maybe the Polish kid comes. That would be fun. Look, you're going to get more in-depth on the Colorado season with your interview. So when we come back, Darren's interview with Mitchell Carroll of the DNVR Colorado Rapids podcast. 
And we're back. I'm now joined by Mitchell Carroll, host of the DNVR Colorado Rapids podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Very happy to be here. We're excited to have you. For those who might be listening who are new to the Rapids, maybe even new to LAFC, give us a sense of like, what is the story of the, the Colorado Rapids? What's the status of the team this year? Where are they at? What should we be expecting? I think the term I used in our little post, you know, group chat this week was factory of sadness, which Uh-oh. has been, it's been, <laughs> It's just one of those like nightmare starts to the, to a season, which actually after this, this last weekend with a one, one draw in Austin, super shorthanded, it's a little less so than that. It's a little less dramatic than that, but they were the first overall seed in 2021 lost at home in their first game in the playoffs to Portland in extra time. So you come in with pretty decent expectations. I don't think anyone was thinking they'd be the best team in the MLS again last year, but to miss the playoffs completely and to have injuries up and down the roster last year, to miss the playoffs by four points is pretty frustrating. Several games where they gave up either an equalizer or a winner in the last, in the dying moments, you could pick four or five examples where they should have been in the playoffs and weren't. So... Porksmith goes and overhauls the roster. You're talking seven new players in, including um, Kevin Cabral from the Crosstown Rivals there at the Galaxy. He's getting Maxu from Denmark and bringing in players from the French second division. And he's really, you know, he's really cooking seven new players in. And then you lose 4 nothing at the start to Seattle to open the season. <laughs> not, not great. Um, yeah. Diego Rubio has knee surgery. He had 16 goals last season. So, he, you know, he's only played not even a full half. And then... Two weeks ago, Jack Price, the captain, oh, captain, my captain, ruptures his Achilles out for the year, and all hope kind of seemed lost at that point. You know, you've yet to win. You're going into Austin, you're down Price. Rubio is on international duty. Yappy's on international duty. So no strikers, no captain, just vibeless completely. And, you know, they go and pull out a nice 1 1 comeback draw, nice point on the road in a tough place to play. You know, so overall, it's been. I would say it's it's going it's trending in the right direction, but there's still there's still so many questions about this team. Yeah, we're catching you like right in the middle of a roller coaster. It sounds yes. like. Do you consider yourself like an optimistic fan base? Are you weathering no. a storm, or is everybody no, just like no, 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 fuck no. this? Yeah, dude, it's so tough. Um, Rapids Twitter is a a angry place. Um, <laughs> I think it's trauma mostly. Um, sure, you know, it was sure. tough earlier tonight. You saw the um, Anthony Hudson led U.S. men's national team playing against El Salvador, and of course, you know he had a I think thirty three percent winning percentage when he was in charge of the Rapids. There's been bad coaching regimes. There's been bad front offices. There's been drama and and mostly just a lack of success outside of the 2010 MLS Cup. You know, this team tries to be greater than the sum of its parts, and when that's not the case, it tends to be a little tough you know, tough going. I did see at the athletic does the sort of like executives poll. One thing that I I thought was interesting was that the Rapids came up as it, it seems like they're able to do a lot with a little, I saw Robin Frazier was noted as one of the most underrated coaches. There does seem to be like a strange dichotomy of the good and the bad both happening. The Rapids showed up at the top and bottom of a lot of those polls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, Pork Smith also got a vote for uh, underrated executive in that poll. Yeah. Uh, I think he also got a vote for just best executive or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's cronky, right? So like they're running Arsenal at stop the premier league. They won a super bowl recently. Avalanche won a Stanley Cup. Um, the Nuggets are, you know, the one seed in the NBA. And then there's sure. the Rapids. And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, whatever's left over in the coffers, uh, you know, the the Rapids can can ask nicely for. And sometimes is how it feels where it's like, you know, oh, wow, Kroenke gave us some money. We can actually do something. But, you know, Kevin Cabral is the most expensive player on this team. And that's with the, the uh, LA Galaxy covering half of his salary. 
Like literally they're paying half and he's still the most expensive player after that. So, you know, you're just trying to find bargains and turn them into, you know, get the best case scenario. And when you rely on that, you know, five or six spots on the roster, sometimes you're going to strike gold and sometimes it's going to be miserable. It's a little bit scary when you catch a team like this, where it's almost in nothing to lose mode. (laughs) When you're winning, you got a big target on your back. Who should we be scared of on Saturday? What are we going to see? Whether Rubio and, and Yappy will be back from international duty will be huge the you know the strikers up top this kid connor ronan came over from wolverhampton um he had been loaned out in the scottish league and i think he played in turkey and another league too like he's kind of played all over the place but hasn't really played for wolves they identified him brought him over he's young you know smaller guy but great skill you know good on a set piece good long balls good crosses you know he's only been in the team for five games but he's you know he's played most of the minutes. So he's been great. Obviously, Cole Bassett is the homegrown. He left last year after that run to the to the first seed in the playoffs. He went over to the Dutch League and it didn't go very great. You know, he didn't play very much. He actually bounced to another team during that loan spell and just never really caught on. So he was recalled back and you know, he you know, he definitely has his eyes on you know, U.S. camp invites and and playing overseas again. So if there's no Rubio and with Price gone, he kind of has to be the engine of the offense and kind of create goals most likely shooting but you know can he just kind of be the hockey assist guy or you know just kind of make plays out of nothing from that kind of eight to ten to kind of false nine deep line he kind of plays all over the place um and outside of that just the the back line is has been the i guess calling card so far they got andreas max who's this kid from denmark oh kid he's 29 so he's like done very well over there he was the team captain on a championship winning side over there. Then you have the two holdovers are Danny Wilson and Lawless Bubakar, and they've been really good as three center backs. There's been some injuries on the outside and kind of that might still be the biggest hole to fill, but those three kind of with whoever next to them has been really good. I mean, outside of the four goals in that opening game against Seattle, they've, you know, I think they have had one game with two and then it's been one or less in the other three. So definitely stingy. You know, I don't see this being like a 4-0 loss or a 5-0, you know, I'm not going to pick the Rapids to win necessarily, but it'll be a, it'll be a rock fight kind of game. What's the vibe at the games like? What's the sure. stadium situation? They built the stadium, Dick's Sporting Goods Park out there, like 20 minutes from like the main area of town. It's kind of on its own. Mm-hmm. Like you can't take the light rail out there. Like you have to take two crappy, busy freeways. It's like not easy to get to. But that being said, it's free parking. And then the supporters group, C38, Centennial 38, these guys are legit. They have this huge tailgate right outside the front gates of the stadium. It's like 12 bucks. All you can drink beer, all you can eat food for like four hours before the game. They'll have like live music. A player comes out that's not in the 18 for the day, comes and hangs out. They give them the ore, which is presented by the supporters group to the player of the match for the team. It's like this, you know, whole ceremony thing. And then they added a whole nother section behind the goal this year. So now it's two standing room sections, good flags, smoke bombs, drum section. I don't think there's anything necessarily super special in the stadium, but they do, you know, pack it out pretty much every game. And the pregame festivities, that's the best deal in Denver in terms of tailgate experience or anything like that. It's a great time. When you look around the league, what are some clubs or fan bases or like, who are you feeling jealous of these days? Oh, Austin, dude. For sure. That place is awesome. Every time they score a goal, they turn all the lights green in the stadium and, you know, sold out all the time. It's a bigger stadium, holds more fans. I've just seen the total buy-in. You actually talked about this on our last episode of our show, but I mean, the Rapids are very low in attendance. They have their the lowest valued club by Forbes. I mean, there's a lot of clubs, especially all these new expansion clubs with money where you see the hype, even Cincy and stuff. I'm kind of jealous of like, you know, like these clubs that come in with hype. Um, Sure. 
There's Nashville's a great example. You know, they're they're a little older than some of these newer clubs. It's crazy because Colorado's such a hotbed of soccer talent, right? You know, Horvath is from here. The you know the U.S. men's national team goalkeeper. I think there's 18 NWSL players from oh, wow. Colorado, including you know Mal Pugh and a bunch of the national the women's national team is from Colorado. So it's like the fact that these other markets just pack in these stadiums, these new stadiums. It's just such a bummer that that's not the case here. It's a good sports city. Pepsi Center is probably packed to the absolute brim right now during this Nuggets Sixers game that's on. <laughs> you know, it's like people show up for these. Even the crappy Broncos get, you know, like 70,000 people to show up, 50,000 people to show up. The people that show up are hardcore fans. I mean, these guys, you know, being an original club when you're looking at, you know, 27 years or whatever, you know, you have a knowledgeable fan base, right? Like, the, you know, they know their stuff. Um, yeah. The problem yeah. is filling in the, those few extra seats and the, you know, the few more views on a podcast or views on an article with the casuals. They just don't really catch those. And, yeah. you know, the formula is there. 2021, when they were the one seed, it was this kind of, I think they were described as the island of misfit toys, where it's like, you know, it's true teamness that kind of gets the team going and the whole distressed assets play, which kind of goes back to is if you can get these guys that maybe weren't huge contracts elsewhere or, you know, like uh, Kevin Cabral situation where he just never caught on with the galaxy after signing a mega deal and seeing what you can get out of them. And if that happens, the fans will come, but it's, it's a tough sell to be, you know, Hey, come check out the last place team in one of the older stadiums, you know, far away from town. It's just, it's tough to, it's a tough sell right now. I mean, it sounds like the supporters group doesn't fuck around. And that's no, they're awesome. Kind of the yeah. most important thing. We haven't been around as long. Obviously, we've we've done quite well for our first few years, but I know it's not always necessarily going to be that way. So, right. if you have a, one piece of advice, given that you've been in it, in it for the long haul, yeah, for when shit gets rough here, you've been through different things with maybe management, with the players. Like, how do we stay the course? You know, for me and 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 you know, with DNVR specifically with our show, you know, kind of focused on community and and how you know, these, these consistent tailgates and supporters groups can kind of create culture in spite of a team, right? Like you don't mess like, yeah, obviously the soccer product is important to a soccer team and a soccer fan club, but there's so many other parts of it, the game day experience and community events and, and, and stuff like that, that for me have been a highlight. Cause I kind of approach this more from a media side and kind of fallen into becoming a big Rapids fan. And so that's really cool. what I've seen is this community side and the tailgates, especially that C38 does is amazing because you're getting thousands and thousands of people that are going to go into the stadium and they're all hanging out before either it's listening to music or game predictions or whatever it is. Right. And you start to meet people and say what's up. And then all of a sudden you have friends at the tailgate you didn't know before. And that'll be more fun when they're good, but it also makes it fun when they suck, which, you know, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's an important part of it. Right. Like, um, so, you know, I don't think LAFC is going to ever have to worry about being in the Rapids position. You know, sports is cyclical. It may happen at some point, maybe. But um, soccer's fun, even when the team sucks, right? And for all those reasons. So yeah. um, that's kind of my optimistic view of a bad situation, I guess. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. If people want to listen to your podcast or read up anything else, where, where can people find yeah. you? Yeah, at DNVR underscore Rapids on Twitter um, or YouTube, the DNVR Sports. Sports YouTube channel, DNVR Sports. We go live twice a week. We do a weekly show and a post-game show. So um, we will awesome. be live for a post-game show Saturday night. So depending on how well the game goes, check it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how do you deal with uh, enemy fan bases jumping into your <laughs> into your live stream? You know, it doesn't really happen that often. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 
you know, we're a welcoming podcast. We're we're here to have fun and, and talk good. soccer. So as long as it's in good fun, both directions, that's uh, you know, that's all we can ask for. Sounds good. All right, yeah. Mitchell Carroll, thanks so much for joining us. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It. Bet It and Forget It. Every week, Travis and I are going to end the show with a bet for this week's game. We make an outlandish prediction for that week, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could. Each week, we both put up $5. If no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. Eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they'll win a good chunk of change. So uh, we're at what seventy dollars now? Yeah, we're not. We're at seventy dollars. I really much is do a good think. Chunk of change. I think we need to, we said this before, I think we need to take cash and we need to put it like in a bucket somewhere because it's going to hurt so bad when one of us has to pay the other one. (laughs) Let's start working out payment plans. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Put the $5, because if you have $5, you can put away right now. If you, if you're doing it every week, it's not going to feel, and it's also $70 total. Like you're only going to have to give me half of $70 when I win this week. It's still getting up there. I'm getting, I'm sweating. (laughs) Did your bet cash last week? I'm trying to remember what mine was. As oh, I remember. I said that they would score from across half half field. Didn't happen. We, in fact, Denny Buanga scored from basically out of bounds instead. More improbable goal than what you (laughs) predicted. (laughs) My bet was the game will be delayed by a person or object, right, for more than five minutes. Uh, No, that did not happen. Didn't happen. All right, we're at seventy dollars. I'm very confident in my bet this week. And I'm, I cannot wait to get those $35 from you. $35. The, here's, the, here's my bet. Okay. It's that Nikola Jokic will be in the audience of oh. this game. And after okay. a goal, a player from one of the teams will hug him. I don't know if it's going to be a Colorado Rapids player. Or an LAFC player, but someone will someone scores a goal and then someone on one of the teams hugs Nikola Jokic. Not a person in the crowd. It has to be a player. Wow, that is that a feels- compound bet. Are you sure you want to? Bo- well, I feel okay. like him being at the game is is outlandish enough. Have you looked you up the Nuggets so? schedule? I haven't looked up the Nuggets schedule, so I know Should that. Do right don't, now? No, don't do it. Don't do it because that'll complicate yeah. it. So let's okay. <laughs> okay, there. How about this? He's at the game and he will. Yeah. Be on the field after the game. How's that for a bet? Like he will come onto the field. He'll, he'll be there and then he'll like do a jersey sh- swap with someone on the field or something. How's that feel? I feel like as long as he's there, uh, that, mm, yeah, I no, get No, that's too easy. We're, we got to add easy. a piece okay. to it. Okay. Maybe uh, he is in some way like referenced after a goal. Like, like if someone points to him, that's enough. He, yeah, points to him or so not the come on the field part at the end we'll do after a goal someone references uh Jokic. yeah okay okay i'm gonna feel terrible though if like part of that happens that's the nature of bet it and forget it <laughs> nice i'm less confident in mine as usual because i don't really know the players and the teams well enough to know if this is even more than a zero percent chance of happening but uh my bet is that both there's an acosta on the colorado rapids my bet is that both acostas will score <laughs> i love that bet that's Kellen such acosta a funny and i believe is i believe it's brian acosta i don't fucking know uh, <laughs> ask in your interview if that's possible you'll you'll have learned start, by the time start? i don't know yeah. man <laughs> colorado this is me googling the best part of any podcast 
Okay. Colorado Rapids roster. That's our show. <laughs> Darren, take it away. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's our show. Before we go, I want to remind you again, we will be live streaming a post-game show 10 minutes after the final whistle on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. There's a link in the show notes. And talk to us in the chat, and you can come in and join us on the live stream. It will be a lot of fun. Anybody who wants to come on can come on. Give us your happy foot and your sad foot from the game. We'll talk about whatever the hell you want. I'm excited about that one because I'll be in New York, and I will be at a wedding. So I, I'm excited to be very drunk at a wedding <laughs> on the post-game live stream. That's dedi- this is the opposite of last week when we had no dedication to the show. Yes. This following week, even at a wedding, Travis claims he will call into the, to the post-game show. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how many we'll martinis I have. Our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and like Darren said, YouTube. And as always, if you enjoyed this and have friends curious about getting into the club, please spread the word. We are doing this entirely on our own dime, losing money by the day. So any new listeners really (laughs) goes a long way. Um, And as always, you guys keep doing it, but it really, really means a lot when you can subscribe and review the podcast for five stars. Those reviews are how other people find this podcast that don't know you particularly. So thank you for doing it. And we will see you on the live stream, baby. See you at BMO, baby. I love you. I love you. I love you. I I love you, everybody. I love you, a bushel and a peck. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.